hello and uh, welcome to uh, week four uh, as we go through everything to do with discipleship within the context of being a gardener growing uh, from seed to a, a full a fully grown lovely plant yes uh, my name is mark and my name's kathy Anywho, let's get back to this. So week four. Do we want to just tell people what we've done? Just mm. a reminder over it. the past few weeks. Yep. So um, the first week we talked about um, being that container to be have things planted in, um, being that vessel for God to fill himself with. Um, the second week, you might have to help me here as well. The second week we talked about the condition of our soil. Mm-hmm few remember that one um and we looked at the parable of the sower or the soil and the third week which was last week we looked at depth depth the right depth being uh, planted at the right depth for the season of life that we're in and and kind of how so in other words i equated that to kind of maturity and wisdom in in our faith and things like that so this week what we're doing uh so this week we're going to talk about uh, uh being watered and being watered well. But actually, before we get into that, shall we actually just do a bit of feedback? Yeah, that's good, because it's been really good that as we've been having this conversation, that actually um, people who are watching and majority of the people who've been feeding back have been part of Freedom Church. But that's been really good to Mm -hmm. have a wider conversation as well and just some people inputting as well. It feels like they're involved in the process. Yeah, exactly. So, so, okay, so feedback. So number one feedback was... Uh, not number one, as in I've rated them. It's the first one. Uh, it was in relation uh, to being aware where you are in your maturity and wisdom. So like I said last week, we talked about maturity mm-hmm. and wisdom. It's important not to copy people at the stage mm. they're at in their discipleship growth. It's about your journey and what you need to grow at this time and not someone else. Uh, and then you've inserted a little note here that says... I said, well, it got me thinking to... I think that's so true that we are all on our own journey. God is stretching us in different ways. He's maturing us in different ways because he created us. He knows mm. how to work with us. And I think it's so important, you know, when we compare ourselves to each other or to somebody else, um, you know, that can kill off the growth that's actually happening in our own life because we want to look like someone else mm. or we want to be at the same stage as someone else. And um, I know I've talked about this loads of times, but, you know, I found myself in seasons of my life where I've massively compared myself to other people. And actually, it's caused me to die a bit inside mm. instead of looking to God to grow me in the way mm. that he wants to. So I thought that was really good, actually, mm, a really a good killer, feedback. Yeah. We got this yeah. from... Um, this this feedback from the live chat that we have. No, not that one. Not this one. No, the, one next the other one. ones. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good a good uh, segue into the live chat. You know, engage with us. You know, if if you're on YouTube right now, there should mm. be a live chat selection on there somewhere. If you're watching this live as a premiere, um, so tap that live chat. You'll see everybody else what they've said and join in. We'd love you to join in the conversation um, as we're talking because. When we, we watch this again, don't we, um, as, as it premieres with the rest of you. Uh, and, which is um, slightly weird. Which is slightly <laughs> weird. Um, but it's good. It's so good to see people engaging yeah, and connecting with one another and talking about what we're talking about. Um, so feel free, click that live chat button. Because somebody else said in the live chat last week as well uh, that your stretch, because we talked about being stretched, your stretch isn't the same as somebody else's stretch. That's so right. what might be, mm. they might be able to take it, you might not, and vice versa. So, yeah. yeah. So um, another lady said, I like the statement, invest in going deeper. And so that's something that we kind of picked up on last week as well. 
and she said we invest in all sorts of plans in our lives health money careers to name a few um so how much more should we invest in the word of god yeah. and the, where we're planted the depth yeah. that we're planted if in the we word believe of god. it's such if we believe it's so yeah. valuable if we believe the word of god is 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 from him and it contains truth you know we need to mm. invest time in, in going into, deeper into the word, and yeah. then that will affect everything else that goes yeah. on in our lives yeah. all those other plans just mentioned so yeah. yeah and then the other one was the bible the holy spirit and other uh, disciplines is that disciplines? No, disciples. disciples other disciples oh, okay and other disciples can help us with the practicalities of how to garden our lives mm. and that pretty much sums up discipleship doesn't it mm. that we are working out with others how to garden our life how to allow god to garden our lives what that looks like um and so and yeah, to help somebody else sort out their garden yeah their life yeah so that, that's yeah. what we're really talking about in this series so that's really good brilliant okay yeah. so week four we're on now we're talking about watering so i i always start with what did a particular um what did a website say when it talked about um, how to take a plant, bring a plant to maturity, uh, and and one of those was don't miss watering the plants. This is really easy. This one, don't miss watering the plants. Don't let them dry out. That's a death sentence. Hands up, who's ever killed a plant in their lifetime, or maybe several? Maybe, maybe you can tell us in the live <laughs> Who chat. Who forgot maybe to water them? Confess up in the live chat right now. <laughs> I remember oh. buying you a bonsai tree. Oh my goodness. And rather, I knew you were going to bring this up. And rather cruelly, and I did it as a joke, so please don't <laughs> do on the live chat or email in like, how dare you? I said, if you if you let this bonsai tree die, then our marriage dies too. I and didn't mean it. Nearly was a joke. 20 years later, here so, we are. Because <laughs> the bonsai tree died. And our marriage didn't, so there you go. So it was Yay. clearly, clearly Praise joking. God. Praise God. Um, I love that bonsai tree, actually. It was a lovely bonsai yeah. tree, but they are very hard to maintain. Yeah. Anywho, uh, don't miss watering the plants. Don't let them dry out. That's a death sentence. So we need to now turn that, use that um, use that analogy now in, in terms of discipleship. Um, and I think this week, this week of, of all the weeks um, so far, it's probably, it's probably more, this is more about discipleship by the Holy Spirit mm. Um, mm. Than, than, than directly about discipling one another. That, that does come into it because um, on saying that, we do have a responsibility yeah. to uh, one another, you know, to ask how's our prayer life going, um, whether we're spending any time simply soaking in, in God's presence. We'll clarify what you mean by soaking God's presence uh, in a little bit. You know, a little, you know, are we taking a little, uh, little, taking time out to meditate on His Word, like we mentioned uh, yeah. last last week. So, yeah, it's it's more about kind of that relationship, I guess, this week with with the Holy Spirit and, and working out how how are we spending time with Him. Mm. Um, so in the Bible, the Holy Spirit is often um, described um, like water or as water. And um, just thinking about what the lack of water does to, uh, we're talking about plants. Mm -hmm. So lack of water leads to the death of a plant. And also, just like plants, actually for humans, water is vital to important. us. You know, we can yeah. only survive three to four days without water. We can survive, I can't remember how many it is without food, but it's longer to go it's without longer. food. It's but it's three to four days without it. 
And um, I remember, um, those of you who know me know that for the past six years, I have done boot camp in my local park um, on a Friday morning in all weathers. That's not an army thing, um, is it? It's no, not it's not a military fitness thing, but it, it was pretty hardcore and I really <coughs> miss it, it actually. It was, because I only did it one week. <laughs> And you got a bit muddy, didn't you? I can't cope with this. I can't cope with this mud, (laughs) so I gave up. But Um, you stuck at it for how many years again? Six, nearly six Six years. years, Yeah, every Friday. Um, So there was this one time where I forgot my water bottle, and when you're doing really intensive training, cardiovascular training, you need water. And I was absolutely, have you ever been so like, I think we call it parched, don't we? Mm -hmm. You're parched, you're just desperate for a drink of water. And I was thinking, like, how often do we get to that point where we're desperate for a drink of water? You know, do we let it go so long without taking that water in? Anyway, so that's just a little story that I thought about. Well, in the UK and obviously in, in the West and a lot of developing countries, we're very blessed to be we able are. to have access We've to, to water. We've just got it on tap, fact, haven't we? Yeah. We're, we're so blessed, but we don't drink enough of it, actually. For the health of our bodies, we're supposed to be drinking yeah. quite, quite a few glasses a day, and a lot of us probably don't do that. So we probably actually more dehydrated than yeah, than, than we true. should be anyway we've just that's got true. used to that way of living mm. there are apps aren't they that you can get that remind you to have a drink, have of, a drink water. of water Maybe we'll come on we we'll, might come on to that later we'll come on to that, yeah. but um when i got home from that session when i was so parched i must have drunk maybe like two full glasses of water to just replenish that um you know and to quench that first and there's nothing like water is there to quench thirst um you know so thinking spiritually um, we, how often do we get to that point where we are feeling so parched and so desperate? We can go a long time, I think, spiritually, and mm. then we hit that place. Um, you know, we can dry out if we're not getting that regular watering of God's word and immersing ourselves in relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, and you know, things come along, challenging life circumstances come along, and hardships and difficult relationships Mm. and they can dry us out they can parch us physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually so it's just vital that we just are rained on by the holy spirit um that we get that watering that we need um Mm. through his word through relationship with the holy spirit that you know it it waters us it renews us it restores us refreshes us mm-hmm. water does all those things yeah, yeah yeah um and you know that's not just a once in a month or once every few months or, kind or, of or connection once, and once a, once a week or once a week yeah like on a sunday you maybe know maybe go to church or yeah watch church or we, whatever it's not it's not enough yeah we're talking about today aren't we keeping mm. our our soil um, the soil of our hearts, the soil of our lives, moist, so that not only the the condition of our inner being remains moist, but also that water flows out. Mm. It, there's an overflow from us that waters and refreshes others. Yeah, um, and I guess you know that's where the discipleship relationships come into that yeah. as well. Yeah. Now there's there's obviously a a very um, well known story, particularly if you're a Christian, you'll know it, and even if you're not a Christian, you'll have, you'll have probably come across it. Um, is and that's a, that's the encounter of the Samaritan woman uh, that she had the encounter she had with Jesus uh, at Jacob's well. So she, if you don't know it, she uh, this this woman uh, had to go and collect water from the this this particular well uh, in the middle of the day and when it was the hottest, which yes. is an unusual time in those in that age to go and get your well. You would go in the 
cool of yeah. the morning or, yeah, or in the absolutely. evening. You wouldn't go in the middle of the day. Mm. Um, but she was living. She wasn't living quite right while she, she was. Um, the Bible describes her as uh, living in, in a bit of a disrepute, and she wasn't accepted by um, her community. And she was living, I guess, in a state of well. A state of near death, spiritually, morally, uh, morally. Um, but that's exactly where Jesus mm. met her. She'd come to fill up on on the natural water, so she'd come to this well at the wrong time of the day um, because she's she's been rejected by a community. But uh, she'd come to get this natural water, which speaks of the things that we find in life uh, that will quench our thirst. So I don't know, thinking about jobs. Yeah, like chasing promotions. Yep, yep. And uh, like unhealthy relationships. Unhe- um, maybe things like, you know, filling up on unhealthy stuff, food, mm. and, food and drink. And maybe even addictions, relying on yeah. addictions to, to quench that thirst. Yeah, I mean, when I think of addictions, maybe before I, before, you know, before I met you, before I became a Christian, um, I was addicted to gambling. Uh, I was trying to fill the hole. Uh, that was I didn't know was there uh, with with something and and I, and I was quite a uh, I used slot machines quite a lot and um, I spent quite a bit of cash uh, in those in those places I was definitely addicted to that but mm. um, I remember the day that I gave my life to Christ the day when I received the Holy Spirit um, I that that feeling of wanting to do that left just like that just immediately just just immediately. Wow. So, so that that mm. thing that hadn't mm. been quenching my thirst, that addiction, mm. uh, left me when the Holy Spirit wow. came in me, came you know, came upon me, came in, was in me, uh, and and yeah, he he just filled he filled the thing that I was missing. Wow, that's amazing. That's what Jesus does, isn't it? Mm. Oh, wow, I <laughs> love that. Uh, so, so we got anyway. We got, so we got the Samaritan woman. She she's parched by her relationships. Mm-hmm. She's got unhealthy relationships. She hasn't got a real community. Uh, but she, so she's there at the well, gathering gathering water. And Jesus is sat there at the well. He's he's gone there to wait for her. He, yeah. When you read the story, it's quite. He knows quite she's going to be what, there. What, yeah. What's going to happen? Um, and so he sparks up a conversation with this this Samaritan woman. And Jews don't speak to Samaritan people. It's. Uh, there's a bit of an issue between those mm. two groups of people, and and so for her just to speak to him, her, uh, is um, incredible, and so she's quite taken aback. But he says these really important words to. Her. He says quite a bit more, but he says this: uh, "Those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling mm. spring within them, within them." giving them eternal life and that's what i got when i was you know when i asked jesus into my heart yeah that that bubbling spring was formed within me of the holy spirit and i entered into eternal life and we've all got those of us who've given our lives to christ we've all got uh god's living water inside of us don't we we have yeah and you know if you know if you spend time with somebody who's got that bubbling living water on the inside of them because of what flows out of Mm -hmm. them and what flows out of them is called the fruit of the spirit and um, that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, 
goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That's what Bible tells the Bible yeah. tells yeah. us is and the fruit of the spirit, and and that changes the way that we live, the way that we outwork relationships and interact with others. Um, and um, you know, when people see that, they want to know like what is the source of that in you? Mm. Or like often people um, say it like this. They might re- reword it. In they might way. reword it like. There's something different about yeah, you. Yeah. Like, what's? I can't put my finger on it. What is different about you? Or I saw how that happened to you, and you had such a peace about it. it that, didn't, do you remember? You know? Do you remember at the start of our relationship after I gave my life to Christ? Do you remember how many friends of mine who knew me pre kind of Christian mm-hmm. said who hadn't maybe met me for a little while, met me together for a little while, said there's something different about you. Yes. There were just yeah. loads. And, yeah, and I, want, I want to come back to the story of, yeah. of the Samaritan woman because she gains this living water. She rushes back to her village. Leaving her water jug behind. <laughs> leaving her water jug behind. But now she she's doesn't need the physical water. She's carrying the, the, the water of, of Jesus within her. And what does it say happens? Well, she goes and says to the villagers, you need to come and meet this man, Jesus. He, and hear what he's he... told me everything yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. And and he said that we can have living water. Let's come and meet him. And just like water, you know, this living water can bubble out of us. These these people stream out of to their village and go and see mm. Jesus. They're they're desperate for Jesus because this one woman. She's often <laughs> referred to as the first evangelist, um, but this yes. one this one woman, and it's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> come on. All right. She she she. Her village is saved. You can imagine anyway, you know, not much more is said about that, but you can just imagine that that hundreds of lives are changed as well as hers because she's received the gift of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's just awesome, isn't it? It's so cool. Go read that. It's in, we didn't say, I don't think, it's in John 4. So go read that story because it's, um, it's, yeah, an amazing encounter with Mm -hmm. Jesus. So, um, you said, didn't you, that when, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, let's remind ourselves the gifts of that, sorry, the fruit of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, peace as well, gentleness, faithfulness, and self control, which is all good. Now, that changes the way we live, that changes the way we work with our relationships with others. And that, but I think, you know, get, get my pragmatic head on. That all sounds very ethereal, doesn't it? How do we practically receive? Uh, this mm. water of the Holy Spirit, this 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 baptism of the Holy Spirit, and it talks about baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you can go check out Matthew three verse eleven. How how do we receive? What's what what do we practically do? What's that mm. like? How can, how can we ground it? Ground it for me, Kathy. Yes, that's a, a good way of putting it, isn't it? Ground it, plant it. Yeah, <laughs> um, water it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think um. For me, there are a few areas that this happens in um, by doing and different things. Um, And I know we've talked quite a lot about the word, um, but that is, you know, the Bible um, is referred to as God's living word. And I think that confuses people sometimes. Mm. But I just want to cut in and forgive me for interrupting. No, that's fine. But um, um, last week I mentioned that I had, I used to have, when before I was a Christian, I was still into kind of spiritual things and what have you, and I had lots of kind of religious texts on my bookshelf. One of them was the Bible. If you remember me saying last week, I'd open it pre Christian Mm. life Mm. and it was just dry, just words on a page, knowledge, things like that. But when I received the Holy Spirit and then come to open the Bible, it become it became living, yes. like living and breathing thing in my hands. Because when we have relationship with the Holy Spirit, 
um, and you'll know this if you do already, that when you, you know, those words of the Bible haven't changed over thousands of years. But yet when you read it and you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's like the Holy Spirit is the interpreter, the translator. The Holy Spirit translates what you're reading into a way that is understandable for where you're at in your life. That's why at one point you might read a certain passage and you might think, oh, it means that, or you might see it just as a story. And then you'll go back to it, you know, however long later, and you'll be like, whoa, that really speaks to where yeah, I'm at in my life because just, the Holy Spirit's interpreting that and translating it in a way that is in, relevant yeah, to Yeah, and I want to justify that. Not translating it as in you're translating it, you're suddenly yourself from Greek or Hebrew into English. No, you, no. It's a translation as in it's revealing something. Yes. So that's probably a better word yes. to use, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a fresh revelation yeah. Yeah. of something. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So that's one way. Um, so the Holy Spirit is like watering those words and those words are water to our life. Um, and then I would say, um, you know, as I open myself up in praise and thanksgiving and worship to God, the whole, it just gives that space mm. and that time and that, um, yeah, space and time for the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts. It's that surrendering that we talked to, I think it was last week talk, or the week before, talked about surrendering to God at the beginning of the day, might be the week before. Mm. Um, but that openness, we yeah. open our hearts up and... The Holy Spirit loves to come in and work on where we're at, work that soil in us, water. Um, so that's another way. So mm-hmm. it's just giving time and space to worship yeah. and just um, be with God. Yeah. And yeah. And and uh, another thing is is community, isn't it? Because because the the Godhead, so the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're they're in they're in perfect community. With one That's another, right, yeah, yeah. Um, and therefore, if we're reflecting Him, then we reflect community, and and so we need community. We need mm. others on a really pragmatic level, and I guess that's you know when when we can, when we can go back to it. However, it looks might look a little bit different. Um, getting gathering together corporately as church is is really important. It's part of that refilling process. It's not that church on a Sunday as our said lots of times now is the be all and end all not at all it's 24 7 you know life that we have with the holy spirit but but you know in in our kind of toolbox if you like of of i don't know i'm trying to mix analogies kind of you know just connecting with with the holy spirit um we can do that very much so through uh, corporate worship corporate yeah. encouragement um it's probably the wrong word it sounds a bit clinical doesn't it but kind of fellowship just being a relationship physically with one another and, and praying prayer, together, praying together, praying together, and we can do that virtually we can. as well. We Those have been essence, doing, and, and we have been doing. <laughs> and I know that it's not the same as being in the same room, but it's what we've got at the moment. It's what we have to do, um, yeah. and and if we're willing, and our hearts aren't hardened to it, we can still we can still receive and be refilled in in those core in those times of fellowship being together, together being together, together whether you know virtually as well and the wonderful thing about um so if we look at the father the son and the holy spirit <laughs> they each have different characteristics and um you know ways of viewing them ways of um yeah ways of seeing them and it's the same with the community of god his family that um i see something different of the holy spirit in you than I see in myself. Is it? It's the same Holy Spirit. So you're not seeing 
in my head, this is what I've just, maybe it's a Holy Spirit thing that's just come up. It's like where the prism through which people see different aspects of the Holy Spirit, maybe, you know, through yeah. who we are and how we are, we, we have a fresh revelation of the Holy Spirit through people. Exactly, through each other, who we individually have our relationship with the Holy Spirit, but we see something of God, mm. of, of Jesus Christ um, in each other. And you're right, it's those different facets. We don't all no. hold, you know, I can't possibly hold God within me. Not at all. Or Holy Spirit within me. Okay, let's pragmatise yeah. it again. So with you, um, I see a huge pastoral heart. Uh, and, and the way that you deal with, the way that Kath deals with people, the way that she can empathise, you know. I think somebody who's truly truly pastoral, or they have that gift anyway, because we're all pastoral to, to, to a degree. Um, you're able to put yourself into that position, that person's place of, of, of wherever they're at, and you're able to sympathise and understand and empathise. Whereas I, I have to, I have to, consciously do that i have to try i have to learn the lessons of, of many years now of walking with god how do i do that how do i help me here holy spirit whereas that comes naturally for you uh and i'm sure maybe you could say there are some things well, about me i was going to say for you that um you are so good of drawing things out of people you know by asking really good questions which you know i really wish i was good at that um, but you draw like what's really going mm. on and mm. you can draw stuff out in a way that's really it's delicate it's not harsh but um yeah it just draws out what's in people and yeah. also like, like where their passions are and stuff yeah. so um yeah so mm. you know so what relationships do you have yeah. with people and what can you see of the holy spirit in them and how does how, how do you see what aspect of god do you see through them you know? and how does that water you and how does it water you and yeah. how are you watering others yeah um yeah. yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Okay, good. it's important, and it's important mm. for us to have these relationships with 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 others because they water us uh, instead of you know those that that are like sponges and kind of can withdraw the moisture out of us. Because there can be relationships that are like yeah. that, and yeah. actually there will be. Yeah. Um. So we have to be careful with that. Yeah. And you know, sometimes God will bring somebody across our path who. At that time, we do need to we need to water them, and we're not going to get watered back, if you like. Yeah, so we need to make sure we're being refilled. Exactly, yeah. That yeah. it's really important that we we just um, have an awareness of what the different mm. relationships in our life are kind of doing to our yeah. soil. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. Well, like the woman on. at the well, you know, these people might be parched, desperate for God, they just don't know it, and therefore we need to impart. Yeah. Jesus to them yeah which means like you were just saying we need to keep that direct connection with Holy Spirit and have others in our life mm. discipling relationships that are water keeping us watered Wonderful. and so that we can overflow to those people who you know are yeah parched and who need Jesus Wonderful. yeah that's that's our thoughts uh today um on on kind of you know keeping watered in the Holy Spirit and we um uh, the the next song that you're going to hear um, certainly, obviously, if you want to stand and sing and, 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 and do whatever. But I just kind of, I felt as we were speaking just now, maybe it's just a time for you just to soak in his presence. So take the, the song that's coming up, the worship song that's coming up next. Mm. Take it as an opportunity just to soak in his presence. Uh, and that's not a somber moment. It's, 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 it's a joyful It's life-giving. It's life-giving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe even smile as, as you're doing it. I don't know, whatever. Um, but that's what you're going to hear next. Just an opportunity. So whatever song is coming up next, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um,
take this opportunity just to soak in God's presence. And uh, let's let's pray. Can you pray mm. for that? Yeah. Pray for us. Yeah, Lord, thank you that you have given us the gift of your Holy Spirit that is your presence with us. Um, we're so grateful that that is life to us and that is water to our souls. And um, I just want to bless everyone who's watching, Lord, and I pray that they would mm. find that life in you, um, that life-giving water that wells up within that refreshes and restores and Come renews, on. Lord. Would you just rain down Amen. by your spirit, Lord, right now? And, you know, may may all the things that we've just spoken of today really yes. just um, find a place to, to take root yes. and that you would grow those things and, yeah, water those things. Just bless everyone watching Amen. in your name and Amen. protect and keep everyone safe in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless. Bye. Goodbye.